0: Welcome to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of 7-figure entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest is a global credibility expert and a two-times TEDx speaker and internationally best-selling author of over 60 books. After interviewing 500 thought leaders on credibility, he created Credibility Nation Community, published a five-country international best-selling book, delivered a TEDx talk, created courses, and is working on getting the definition of credibility rewritten in the dictionary. He's an accomplished entrepreneur who's created 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies and having published over 750 books. He's provided strategic consulting to hundreds of companies and he's been the chairman of a NASDAQ listed company. Mitchell has been happily married for 31 years and prior to COVID-19, regularly spent four weeks a year in Europe with his family and friends. Please give a very warm welcome to the show, Mitchell Levy. How are you doing, Mitchell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Doing great. Oh, Always uh, always good to, to meet someone who's enthusiastic, has a passion for life. Um, and looking at who you are and what you've done, it's kind of fun to see where you are now.
0: Hey, it's 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 all um, it's all all fun stuff uh, today. Definitely, I want to talk about what what you've done and also uh, the big focus of today's show about credibility. So, you've interviewed five hundred thought leaders on credibility. What did you learn?
1: <laughs> well, now actually. Uh, we're now at 600 because I decided it makes sense to keep going. <laughs> but I, I took the Napoleon Hill journey. Yeah. And, and what I happened was I, I ended up as a, as a book publisher. I've published over 750 books. Did my first TED Talk in 2017. And it got me thinking about the world in a different way. And what I realized is I was serving the wrong audience. The audience I needed to serve were those people who were successful Professionals who wanted that asset called a book, but had no time. Mm. So, just as an aside, where the business is at the moment, we'll create a book like this in four months. We will ghostwrite, publish, distribute, make the person an Amazon best selling author, and they'll spend 10 hours. So, it is literally the easy button. Mm-hmm. So, I ended up in 2018 creating a writing school, picking up 10 clients, uh, delivering the solutions. And at the beginning of 2019, I flew to one of my friend's events in Miami. Uh, It was a two-day event on branding and I came up with a brand global credibility expert. Two months later, I had that Napoleon Hill moment. And and the moment was simply 500 millionaires think and grow rich. If Mitchell Levy interviewed 500 thought leaders on credibility, um, I'd have a book. So the answer is yes, I have a book. International bestseller in seven countries um i ended up doing a ted talk as as you mentioned what i didn't expect was a life purpose mm-hmm. and so many things i think my entire life has pushed me in the direction of recognizing and the simplicity that if you look at people in the world the number of people who you, who you would define and consider credible is far outweighed in today's world by the number of people that are dubious so i have a visual uh, for those that are listening to the podcast, I'm holding up a a, uh, a single a single picture, and it's a scale. And on one side of the scale, heavily weighed down is is something called dubious nation, and what's higher in the air is something called credibility nation. And this is my life purpose, and the life purpose is for us, not me, for us to tip the scale between those in the world that are credible and those that are dubious.
0: I like it I, lo- I love it, and that that ties into one of the questions later on as well so and it's it's a really interesting perspective that you say credibility starts with clarity, and without clarity you can 't be credible what What does that mean
1: you know the there's some stats that came out of the interviews. the one that you're referring to so Paul, this is shocking to me ninety eight percent of the people I interviewed now we're not talking about we're talking about thought leaders, successful people in the space, 98% could not articulate who they serve and the pain point they addressed in 10 words or less without clarity. Wow. I I know that's the, that's the only thing I could say about that. That's a wow. Um, And it comes down to, it's not how we're taught. It's not how we are, are brought up. We are taught not to wear our purpose on our sleeve, we were We were taught to, to come across with this fake notion of who we are that we could solve world hunger and whatever space we're in and, and we got to always look infallible and all of that is BS And what ultimately happens and it's I just remember I, I mean I, I always remember when I'm, when I'm on a podcast like who I talked to yesterday right so I just remember somebody I talked to and I now have a game. When somebody signs up for a cred reel, we, we charge a thousand bucks to get a cred reel, which is five questions in five minutes. And it allows people to get to know, like, and trust them ahead of time. I always remember when when people come in, I, I have a challenge. When people sign up, they get a 16 minute video on how to prepare. And the challenge is, can you be in the 2%? Can you walk in the door actually being able to articulate, and I call it a CPOP, your customer reporting pain. Can you actually walk in the door and articulate your CPOP? And, and so I had a guy who came in yesterday, and he had a really beautiful CPOP. And I'm going to say that I learned something. Even though it sounds good, it may not be the right one. Ah, interesting. And because what happens is the next three questions reinforce the CPOP because what I do is I, I I'll tell you the question. So I say, What's your CPOP? Tell me more, which is what is your value proposition? How do you solve it? How do you have credibility to do it? Those three questions focus on the pillar of credibility called trust. People need to trust you before they want to get to know you. And how do you how do you get them to trust you? Well, what problem do you work on? How do you solve that problem? How do you have credibility to solve that problem? The next component is I want to get to know you now, not, I want to get to know of you. It's I want to get to know you. So who are you? The question I ask is how do you share your credibility? So to me, if credibility, a component of credibility, particularly on the no site is being a servant leader. How are you a servant leader in life? And typically the best way to answer that question is how do you go about sharing who you are to the world, your servant leadership. And, when people answer those questions, two, three, and four, what's interesting when you pay attention and you listen and you're having a conversation, that's when their passion lights up. That's when, like, there are people who can answer the question and they just sound like a robot. Yeah. Cause they're doing these canned responses. And you're like, did you really mean what you just said? Cause I don't have any feelings about you, right? <laughs> Saying those things. And so what's really fascinating, just thinking about the guy yesterday, he lit up for something that he went through the entire thing and it was, it sounded okay, but it sounded really mechanical. It sounded from his head, didn't come from his heart. And so we started poking around and asking questions. And and it turns out that his CPOP was something different than he walked in the door. And then when he went through the questions, they sounded so much more powerful. They sounded so much more genuine. They sounded so much real. So So I think, what did I learn? At the very basic level, I'm going to say, you're if you're in the 98% and and the uh, statistically significant stat would say that most everyone listening to this audience cannot articulate who you serve and the pain point you serve in 10 words or less, it's called your CPOP, customer point of pain. And if you can do that, if you can spend some time focused on that, and then that becomes the... That becomes the compass for who you are and what you do. And so one of the things we'll talk about later is Credibility Nation, which is the membership community. I have a half-hour course that comes free with Credibility Nation on how to do your CPOP. If you can articulate who you are and who you serve, and then everything you do in an asymmetric manner, asynchronous manner, everything you do reinforces that. What becomes interesting is you become a magnet for your services. When people need you, they, they, they either know you, they see you, or they recommend you because they know exactly what you do and they feel the passion of what you do. And so what did I learn? The short answer is I learned that we're handicapping ourselves in business by not showing up as ourselves. And, and that, simple, that simple change will do a whole lot for what happens with you and your business
0: it's interesting as you were speaking about that as well like if i if i looked a bit weird at any point it was because i was adding up in my head how many words i could do my value <laughs> proposition in um, and, and articulate what i do and then from there as well when you say about clarity is when you and about it being more powerful it's not just the clarity it's also the certainty right so because you're saying it it's essentially a transfer of belief from one person to another. So when you say something with clarity and certainty, you are transferring that belief of what you can provide to someone else and onto them. So whoever has the most certainty in a conversation wins. That's how I've looked at in the past. Don't know what your thoughts are on that.
1: I'm thinking about that word certainty. So there are 10 components of, of credibility. Yeah. And certainty isn't one of them directly. Mm. So what, what what the most closest is under the pillar of being known, it's having the intent and commitment to do the right thing. Mm. So I, the way I would say it, instead of using the word certainty, I would say if you have the intent and commitment to do the right thing, which is to serve the audience you serve with the CPOP you have, by definition, a outcome and effect of that is that you come across with certainty. mm The concern I have with the way you said it, Paul, was it is easy for people to try to fake certainty. Yeah, actorsation. So you make it. And and and, and, yeah, I you know it's what's really interesting. uh, You've seen my you've seen my TED talk. What's what's really interesting is that there are many things in the world that work. Mm. They may not be the right thing to do, whatever right means. But they, as they work, it's what other people, it's what the coaches teach you, and what other people teach you, and what your mentors teach you, and it, it doesn't necessarily just because it works, it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah, right. If, if uh, I'll give you a great example. So you're walking behind uh, uh, an old woman, and and uh, her purse opens up, and and uh, she money drops on the floor, and you see it. And you pick it up and you bring it back to her most people would do that particularly if it's an old woman what if it's what if it's a guy who looks like he has money all over the place and he just throws money out
0: mm-hmm.
1: you actually say here it is or somebody reaches into their wallet money drops on the floor do you pick it up and give it to him or do you just do something about it and you know what happens when there is free money sitting on the floor you walk into there was a bank robbery And there's now money on the floor. Do you pick it up and put it in your pocket or do you return it to the bank? Right. It's most people, if there's money floating around, they're going to return it to the bank. Is that the right thing to do? Technically, I'm sorry, most people would keep it. Is, is, should you keep it because everyone else is keeping it? Right. I mean, those are, these are ethical questions. Right. These are not, in, in the right thing to do would be to return it where it's appropriate. And just because everyone else takes it and puts in their money, uh, when tons of people are hungry and they break into a bakery because they want food, and you walk into the bakery and you grab you grab the baked goods because other people did, is that the right thing to do? No, right? So it's it's one of those things. Now, if you're going to die or not, I mean, I, I, you know, these are interesting ethical questions. But essentially, what I'm going to say is certainty is important, but not because It's what you want to do to sell a product. Certainty is important because it's who you are and what you do and how you articulate. You are certain that that you can support that person. Or here's a great example. What happens if you've done something really well in a particular vertical your entire life and you're really amazing at it? And now you want to do it in another vertical and you're talking to your first prospect. Instead of saying, hey, I'm really good and I'm certain I can do this right here for you right now tell the truth Mm -hmm. i've done this really well and i've done this amazingly well in this vertical i haven't done this in your vertical i'm certain i'm going to give it the best i can to make this work for you right and those words because you're being transparent of who you are you're not lying in any way you're not those words can come out with absolute certainty because you didn't say you're going to solve their problem. You just said it. You've done it in the past. It's worked in this vertical. You're going to do your best to do it here, and and you can sound certain because you're going to give it your best. And I and you know I, I think we've been taught not to talk that way, not to act that way, not to be that way. And I think that's wrong. I think the best thing we could do is show up as ourselves as servant leaders to help other people be successful at whatever it is they do, and then what happens naturally is. People just flocked here.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's this. There's a lot of fascinating insights in there, and the the way of thinking about that that whole process is just. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love it, and I think it's something that's probably not talked about in, in, enough as well. And when you say about that no like and trust, do you think credibility is massively important in in building that no like and trust?
1: Well, it's the definition of, of credibility. The, the one in the dictionary is is wrong. It's only one third accurate. The definition of credibility based on the research, it's the quality in which people know, like, and trust you. Mm. And by no, it's not that they know of you, it's that they actually know you. Mm. And in the, in the old days, probably the best way, I'll just use the example of the book publishers. Prior to the the democratization of book publishing, uh, prior to the internet, we were told who we were gonna read by the book publishers. They would pick the person who would solve the problem in the industry for everybody. They'd want that person to spend thousands of hours and build this massive book. And then what they do is they would say, this person has credibility. Because the definition of credibility in the dictionary today is the quality in which one is trusted. So, they say this person has credibility. They've written the book. No, let me tell you what they really are saying. Uh, You can trust me that this is your expert. You should buy the book so we can make money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guess what? We all have a microphone. We all have a camera. We don't have a gatekeeper telling us who we're going to read. And subsequently, it's not only important that we trust them. That's the most, that's the first element we do, but it is also important that we know who they are and what they stand for and that and the truth is there's so much competition out there it's kind of important that we like them yeah right because if i don't like somebody why would i do business with somebody so credibility is the quality which i know you i like you and i trust you
0: yeah and uh, i suppose that's even more important in modern society as well now now we like you say there isn't the barriers that, that there once was where oh, you just trust this person because they're in a suit. Or you, I think I've seen those experiments where well, I saw these guys on YouTube went into Disneyland just because they had high jackets on, right? So And they got in completely for free. So that whole trust process, people just trust people because they've got a high jacket on. It doesn't mean they know or like that person uh, or know any more about them. So it's, it's an interesting concept. And uh, also really wanted to dive in to LinkedIn. Now, you've looked at over... you've got a lot of big numbers when it comes to research. You've looked at over a hundred thousand LinkedIn profiles. What
1: makes one credible? You know, it's uh, well, I've got a couple of years on me um, and I, uh, for my publishing company, just for those that know, I was in the offices of LinkedIn before LinkedIn was making money. I was with uh, Reed Hoffman, Constantine Gerlich, and they agreed that we would be the first publisher to both ghostwrite and publish a book for LinkedIn. So we published the first first book ever for LinkedIn. And so I've been around for a while, Uh, you know, and you look at the number of followers and the people I talk to. It's one of those things when you're getting... Uh, at different points in time, I might get 10 to 20 LinkedIn connection requests a day. Right. And so you can't say yes to everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and I, it's one of those things from an automated perspective, it's something I can't possibly, that piece I don't want to outsource. Right. So, what do I do when I look at a LinkedIn profile? Well, I want to first, I need to make sure they're real. Yeah. But then if I meet somebody, the first thing I do, and, and you guys have to be the same, or if, if, let's say, Paul, you needed a particular service, and you and the first thing you do, you're going to Google that person. Yeah. For me, the uh, first thing I do, I end up going to LinkedIn. So I type in the person's name on LinkedIn. I want to see how they show up. And so- we all know that the first impression means everything. So the first thing I'll do is I'll, you look at the LinkedIn profile, you look at the, the page, so the, what you see above the fold on the LinkedIn profile. And there are three things that stand out. It's the picture in the background. It's the picture of the person. And then it's the tagline that's being used. Mm. So of the first thing, and, and we'll talk about two things there. I, I've got a, uh, I've got a course that I have in credibility nation that, that, it's a one hour course. And it's, it essentially, it's one of those things that once, even if you hear what you hear right now, it's impossible to look at a LinkedIn profile the same way again. First, let me say LinkedIn profiles are not your resume. Yeah. Okay. 80% of the people in the world think it's a resume. Maybe 99% of the people think it's a resume. That's not the case. And if you're doing that, it's you, it needs help. Mm -hmm. Um, What I saw with your stuff, I could go through yours and give you some ideas and thoughts overall it's in the upper quarter upper half yeah. of LinkedIn profiles, but there's still things that need to happen. But one of the things you did in your previous jobs is you actually had video testimonials yeah. and other things inside. Like, guess what? We live in a world where you could show videos and show audios, and you know, and you should do that, right? So, what am I looking up up front when you look at the background image? Some people still use the default LinkedIn background.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You need to create your own background image and it should reinforce your CPOP. Mm. Okay. Second thing, you need a picture of you that is within the last 10 years. Sometimes people gain weight or lose weight. Sometimes people, when they get older, they don't like their picture anymore. I don't want to see a picture of somebody who's young. And when I get them on the phone, they're overweight and older. I want to see their picture today.
0: Mm.
1: Right. There's nothing to hide in the world. You can't hide. And the other thing is you want in the tagline, you also want to reinforce your CPOP. Mm. Right. So mine, I've got, I've got my bigger one, my broader one, which came out of the research. Uh, the broader one is humans that want to be seen as credible. Now, one of the ways, so I've I've got a book called Credibility Nation. Um, I've got a TED talk on credibility. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll I, I will still bring that up a little bit later. And I've got a membership community called Credibility Nation, and I have a different CPOP for the membership community because you can't, you know, humans. I want to be seen as credible is are should be the world, right? And and so for Credibility Nation, it's small businesses that feel invisible. Mm. So in my tagline it says small businesses that feel invisible. And so, you know, it's one of those, can you relate to that? And the, the, the most natural thing that comes out of a pop is is tell me more. All right, so let me, let me give you one other thing to think about. When you look at a LinkedIn profile, the first thing I look at is what's above the fold. What I then do is I go down to the bottom. At the bottom is the place where it says endorsements. Mm. And I look at the three things that the person has chosen 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 to have at the bottom a i want them to be 99 plus and i want them to reinforce the cpop uh, yours by the way focuses on music because you haven't changed used One yeah <laughs> since, since the old days so that would be one of my encouragements to you is to update the cpop and then at the bottom choose choose the things at the bottom that reinforce that C-pop, which it's clear based on the podcast yeah. and who you are and how you show up what you focus on in today's world yeah
0: yeah i'm not going to start singing frank sinatra to you i'll be honest it's uh <laughs> it's late in the day for that i uh, say so oh really because i think that'd sure. be, be kind cool. of cool I,
1: I you're more than welcome I, I i'd be i'd be happy for you to do that
0: <laughs> fly me to the moon let me play among the stars that kind of thing hmm. there we go we can't get can't more you. than seven seconds it's then isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you uh,
0: so, so mitchell tell me about uh cred
1: dust you know we all do this cred dust is that magic that happens when you share somebody else's ideas thoughts or actions mm. so it is when I'm standing in front of a group of people if I'm fizzing in front of a group of people and I point out the people in the audience and I say what they're good at or I say who they are or 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 talk about them or if after this conversation I have an aha moment from our conversation your your statement is give you a five star review yes I'll, I'll I will do that but then the question is do I actually go to my audience and say, "Hey, man, I've been interviewed by three hundred podcasters, and oh my god, Paul Ace asked me some really cool questions. Check out his stuff." Right? I, sure. It's now I don't need to say that if it felt like the wow. right thing to do. I'm not yeah. going to say that to everyone because then it doesn't carry any weight. It's when you read a book, listen to a podcast, when there's something that that excites you, and particularly if it's in your area of expertise. And and how about if it's a com- competitor, but you share their stuff because it's the right thing to do because your audience will benefit or everyone benefits, right? The When spreading cred dust, the person you're sharing their benefit by being enlightened, um, you as a person benefits because you're looked at as somebody who's looking at a more robust picture of the world mm. and the audience benefits because it's a piece of knowledge that's valuable. And so it's, it's one of those things that was natural. I, I, it was, it was, it was a guy by the name of David Meerman Scott. David invented the word newsjacking. Mm -hmm. And so in the green room conversation, I was interviewing him for he's one of the 500 I interviewed and, and I go, David, is there a particular thing I need to do to share credibility around the world? I mean, what did you, you know, he's got a good brand. He does a lot of, um, he is one of those guys that is on the keynote stages for a number of people, including Tony Robbins often. And, and so his immediate response was, yes, Mitchell, you need to invent a word that belongs in the dictionary. And I go, Oh, okay. Cred dust. He goes, Mitchell, it took me six months to come up with newsjacking. And when I invent new words, you could take a little bit more time. I go, no, I David. That's the right word because because it's by the way, just to be clear, it's what people were doing. The successful thought leaders who were talking about credibility, they share other people's stuff. I, that's our. Sort of, I just don't know if it's one D or two. So if you went to Cred Dust Single D C R E D U S T dot com, I have a definition of what what Cred Dust is there.
0: Fe, fe, <laughs> phenomenal as well, and yeah, I think it's really important, like you say, from a credibility and a authority standpoint as well to the more you position yourself from other people are like oh he's a guy who said that then then you become the guy uh, for, for that thing or the person uh, so something as well which is, that we ask everyone on the show is what do you want to be remembered for when you
1: die well the the ted talk is called we are losing our humanity and i'm tired of sitting around and watching it and so oh, what I'm, I'm going to remember it, for is helping to tip the scale between credible and dubious.
0: Yeah, in the in the, in the the right balance, the other way. But, and yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. By the way, go and watch that TEDx talk as well because it's it's like super, super worth a watch. I watched it this morning and it was great. Oh, so thank you. Uh, that. Mitchell, what is one quick win that people can use to amplify their business today?
1: The most important thing, and, and I uh, we will just go back to your first question. The mo the quickest win you could have is who are you mm-hmm. and can you articulate not your value proposition, but can you articulate who you are and who you serve in 10 words or less. So I'm going to say join credibility nation. And there's a course that will give you, it's a half hour course. that comes free with credibility nation. It's, and credibility nation is 10 bucks a month. And the quick win, take the course and start talking to people about your CPOP. And one of the things that listen, mention Paul Ace, connect to me directly in Credit Nation, say, hey, listen, I heard you're on Paul Ace. And uh, here's my CPOP. What do you think? And and most likely I'll either respond or make time. If I if I don't see it, I'll make time with you to talk about you and come up with your with your CPOP. And and I charge 1500 dollars for that service, but come to Credit Body Nation and I'll I'll make sure that I'm comfortable with who you are because it it's Paul, the interesting part, going to LinkedIn and evolving things around your CPOP, going to your websites and updating them around your CPOP, it really does allow you to take that compass, which helps you navigate who you are and what you do in life, and it helps you magnetize that compass so other people get attracted to you.
0: Mm, really, really powerful stuff. And you've got me thinking uh, about some some interesting stuff as well. Uh So what seven figure business would you nominate to be on the show next?
1: Well, I, I, uh, the person who I recommended to you, as you asked me that question is a guy by the name of Lucas root and uh, Lucas does a lot of really cool things, including um, he runs operations for the Pokemon company. So he's got 14 companies that he does ops for and, and has four small businesses. And so uh he's definitely someone i i uh would suggest that you recommend and, and we just kicked off a uh, mastermind together so i do a lot of a lot of work with lucas
0: beautiful i, li- I like it so as, as in like pokemon cards pokemon company
1: yes wow. exactly
0: that's all i mean i i was well into that when i was a kid i don't i, I don't at I all of it going on uh, so finally mitchell it's been great having you on the show where can people find out more about you and what you do
1: you know if you go to uh credibility nation uh, just the way it spells .com um, feel free to uh, join who we are and what we do there um, a lot of times uh there's there's opportunities to to come on in and you know it's 10 bucks a month it's when i went to pricing experts i've been told it's not, it should be 97 but i want more people to have access to it and my excitement level, Paul, is finding people who want to run villages in Credibility Nation and so who want to collect people together. Yeah. So if you want something fun to do, talk to me about being a village leader. But if you want to learn more about me, uh, LinkedIn is fine. But but go to credibilitynation.com and you'll, you'll read a lot. And you'll then start surrounding yourself with those people who are credible. And it's, uh, it's a better way to live life when you're around people who who do what they say when they say they do it. Yeah,
0: beautiful. You have been listening to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Mitchell Levy. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast. To access the show notes, episodes, and this month's giveaway, head over to wwwamplify seven figures.com.
1: Remember, amplify your business, amplify, amplify your life. Your life.